What brings a community together? Shared insights? Shared conversations? Welcome to Open Door by Cox Communities, tackling the big questions on the minds of smart community business leaders. Welcome back to Open Door by Cox Communities, where we're providing information for you to consider when making decisions for your multifamily communities. Discover the latest trends and technologies that are making some multifamily business owners stand out. I'm your host, Bess Friedman, CEO of Brown Harris Stevens. Building exclusively for rental purposes is a business model that stems back to the 1980s. But over the last 20 years, there's been a major resurgence in build to rent properties. Joining me to discuss is Vice President of New Business Development at Cox Communication, Guillermo Rivas, and Director of Asset Management at Next Metro, Linda Coburn. So, Linda, for those of you who might not be familiar, who is Next Metro and how does their business model differ from traditional housing? developers? Well, Next Metro Communities and Development were founded by a group of retired home builders. You know, they were formed in 2012. It was really something that they thought based, you know, when the housing market crashed and, you know, there were a bunch of foreclosures. The original concept was that we'd provide an alternative housing for individuals who probably had less than perfect credit. Well, we were very surprised that it, though that's not who the demographic was. It turned out that the people flocking to next metro communities were people that had great credit, could afford to buy, but they opted to rent, to downsize, you know, didn't want to deal with the maintenance, didn't want to have to worry about selling their home if they were moving, just really provided flexibility, freedom, you know, maintenance-free living. And the size of the homes, the size of the homes were attractive. They were lower maintenance, easier to take care of. And what's great about Next Metro and the product that they developed were different from traditional stack box living where you can hear your neighbors, everyone's very close in proximity. This provided some space, some some freedom, you know, quiet, no shared walls, single story, and low maintenance, smaller backyards. So very big difference in terms of overall living experience when compared to traditional multifamily. And Guillermo, tell us a little bit about you, what you do for Cox. Give us a little background. Uh, Cox Communications, I am the Vice President of New Business Development. We work with builders and developers uh, to ensure that there's connectivity to broadband there, as well as partnering on next level technology to make sure that there is resident satisfaction and that we're doing everything possible to help improve uh, satisfaction scores for our partners. So, okay, so this is to both of you. Let's have a discussion about the rental market because The demand for rental homes in the United States has certainly changed dramatically in recent years. And 
I'm in New York City right now, and I can tell you that our rental market is on fire. The demand is so high, we can't keep up with it. Prices have gone up. So talk to us a little bit about why do you think that the rental market has changed so much in the last years? I'd love to hear your opinions on that. Well, I would say related to demand, it's because the supply is not there, right? There's a lot of restrictions, zoning restrictions. It's tough to get projects approved for development. So the tighter the supply, obviously, demand continues to be there. We have a lot of people migrating from states like California to more business-friendly climate, which is very much how Arizona is structured. Very business-friendly, affordability, great climate. I mean, it's hot 90 days out of the year. It's like pretty intense. But overall, I'd say the climate here is wonderful year round. So a lot of people wanting to be here. And as people from states like California, where rents are, you know, two, three times what you see here in Arizona, they move here, you know, it seems like a steal to them. So I think more people are flooding in as a result of affordability. Yerma, what do you think about the rental market? Because I think housing overall right now, there is a huge demand and undersupply on housing overall. I work with both builders that are for sale homes like Lennar, Pulte, et cetera, as well as for rent communities. And one of the ways that I've heard it in some of the research that I've seen and, and some of the comments that I've heard, it's really millennials are coming out of their families' basements. <laughs> I always say they're giving up Burning Man. They're like committing to something. They're signing leases. So it's a start. That is definitely a start. But some of them now, remember, millennials are now, you know, becoming mid-30s, going into their 40s, and they're also starting families. That's right. So in some of the research that we've seen, especially in the single family for rent space, they're moving out of high-rise, single family, apartment, one bedrooms, and they do want to have the dog and the picket fence, but still don't want to commit to buying. <laughs> so I, that's that's where I think the approach that Next Metro has had is very interesting. I think they're filling a niche very well. All right, so let's break down some terms. I'm going to ask Linda. Linda, tell us what exactly does build to rent? Explain that, define that for us. What does it mean? Well, it's very different than you know the scattered SFR that we see all over the country. So single family built for rent is very intentional. It's specific. It's communities, gated communities of anywhere from, you know, a hundred homes to 250 homes. Some are even going larger than that, but intentionally built single family, little rental homes with private backyards and amenities, minimal amenities to, you know, traditional family type amenities. Uh, Next Metro focuses more on the home itself. There's a lot of competitors jumping into the space, bringing traditional family type amenities like fitness centers and clubhouses and business centers. And Next Metro really focuses on the homes themselves. We do have swimming pools, dog parks, because our renters are, you know, a lot of them are pet owners. They, they love their pets, but they love the outdoor spaces. And I think a lot of that was driven by COVID, but I think a lot of people coming from the single family space are used to just having the home, not having all of those uh, traditional multifamily amenities. 
And would you say that the residents, are, there's a variety from everywhere, from millennials all the way to boomers? Is it, you know, what, who are the typical residents that are in, in build to rent environments? You know, we were very surprised by the demographic. Again, we thought it was going to be families, people that couldn't afford to buy a home. They wanted a home, but couldn't afford it. Or maybe there were credit issues, but it turned out that we have the majority of our renter are single female high net worth individuals. They love our one bedrooms. They love the concept of living in a home, but not having to worry about all the maintenance, the upkeep, there's security in communities, gated communities with professional on-site management, but not being in that very enclosed kind of stack box experience. So it's the best of both worlds. The other demographic that we were surprised by is that we have a lot of boomers, a lot of retirees, people that have chosen to downsize and simplify. You know, many of them want the option to just lock and leave and go travel and not worry about taking care of the yard. The wife doesn't want the husband on the ladder anymore, taking care of maintenance. And the biggest probably surprise is that less than 5% of our communities is families, children. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But the rental environment or space, although I think it's a good point, you know, it's less committal. You don't have to worry about a mortgage. If there's a leak, you can call the, you know, the landlord. And it also gives you flexibility with your dollars because you're not spending so much putting down on a home that you buy, you have it more flexibility to do other things if you want. So I think it's a big plus. So this seems to be like an emerging sector of this build to rent. So what are some of, I'm trying to figure out where this is stemmed from. Where do you think this comes from? This sort of desire to have this. I know you mentioned that people want to have yards and that kind of thing, but this is a newer thing, what you're talking about. It's newer at least I think it it's decades, but it's not been around for so why where do you think it stems from? I'm just curious. I think primarily it is it's a completely different living experience, right? I mean, if you have to rent or you choose to rent, it doesn't matter, right, what's driving the decision versus buying. It's you now have an option for a completely different living experience. You can enjoy the freedom and the flexibility and the privacy of single family living, but it's also more affordable too. You've got space, you've got all the high-end finishes in these single family built for rent communities, granite, stainless appliances, 10-foot ceilings, windows all the way around, hardwood flooring throughout the home itself the private backyard, you have all of this in a rental environment with professional leasing and management and 24-7 maintenance. People that, that are seeking this living experience are people that maybe perhaps have lived in traditional multifamily in that stack box experience and, and are realizing they don't have to anymore. They can enjoy a single family experience at an affordable rate. And it's just, it's exploding. A lot of investors are jumping into the space as well because they are seeing the demand for it. And I think the thing that is really attracting them is the rents that are being achieved right now. I mean, just record rates right now on 
on these spaces. I'm in Manhattan. We don't have that sort of, we don't, you know, I live in a stack box. Like I live in a multifamily. We have a gym. We have all those amenities and a doorman and the safety sort of thing, which is nice. But I have Central Park as my yard. I don't have my own yard. So what you're talking about is certainly unique to other parts of the country. Guillermo, I'm curious about Cox. How has Cox had to adjust their service delivery and special programs based on build to rent? You know, the way that initially that we looked at it, and this this is a huge oversimplification, but take the stacked apartment living and just turn it on its side and unstack it, right? It's still, for all intents and purposes, from our research, the way that consumers look at it, it's still all of the amenities as Linda described and the benefits of living in an apartment community. It's a gated community. You have central access, you have controls, you have security, you have the pool area to congregate, you have community areas to congregate in, the dog park, basketball courts. I mean, some of these are, are become very high end and they're phenomenal places to live in. So. At first, for us, it looks like, oh, it's just an apartment community. The nuance is that it's an apartment community. However, for our intensive, for our, for our purposes, we build it as a single family home. So you don't have a centralized IDF room. I, you, you probably best in your townhome or, or, or apartment community. There's probably a floor dedicated for telecom. And that's where all the wiring goes from there to every single one of the apartments. So we have to look at the design very differently in order to be able to provide the same benefits that have been expected from us in multifamily. So one of the things that we do at Cox is we provide pre-enablement of Internet. So we had to work that differently for communities like Next Metro so that we can also have that amenity there as well as we do with other apartment communities. I mean, that's so important because people expect their internet service like they you know the expectation is so high i don't know if you guys have teenagers but i do and i get complaints that the internet is glitchy doesn't work well enough it it has to be so fast and so the expectation as we know things are getting faster and faster and so it's like everything needs to work immediately or people are disappointed you know it's incredible how fast the world has has is moving right now yeah completely agree with that best what we found in our research is when you're moving it's a extremely high stress right first you go through the great i'm moving i'm getting a new place and then all of a sudden it's like uh oh i got to pack all this stuff <laughs> uh oh i got to unpack it uh oh i got to change you know water company lighting and then you get the omg especially if you've got teenagers you get the omg of what am I going to do for internet the day I move in? <laughs> That's the biggest, most important question. Right. I mean, I've, I've heard from builders and developers that internet is more important than water because you, you can get bottled water, but you may not have internet on day one. <laughs> Guillermo, I think that is a scary thing that you just said, that people care more about technology than actually nourishing themselves with water. But that's where we're up to. So whatever. So that is where we work with the builders and developers to make sure that we are providing pre-enablement so that when someone moves in, they can go on an app and just get on the Internet and that at least be something that they don't have to worry about. And we've seen many builders and, and developers have their satisfaction scores actually increase because of that. That's a great service that Cox provides then to be able to offer that 
you know, that makes people feel very comfortable. And, and, and it's one less thing that you have to be stressed out about because moving is really one of the most stressful things for people. Linda, don't let me speak for you as well, but one of the things that we've seen from our research is one of the reasons people are moving towards IoT is you do want touchless doors. You do want to have the ability to be in areas that are clean and safe. IoT, which Linda's deploying in her communities, has a lot to do with that. Linda, Next Metro has been very successful in their build to rent space. Why is that? And are there any best practices that you can share with us? Wow. I think a lot of their success has to do with the team that they've built at Next Metro. We've got a really diverse group of former home builders, as well as multifamily experts, finance. We have our own in-house legal team. I mean, we have really taken this pioneer hybrid concept, I think, to a whole new level. And one of the things that we're seeing a big trend towards as more competitors jump in the space is they're really focusing on trying to make it more like traditional multifamily housing. And, you know, we're sitting back and we're observing this. And because we survey our residents every year and we ask them, what do they love about living in a villa communities? What do they wish that we would do better or differently? And taking that feedback and applying it to the next communities that we build, we're not seeing that they want big clubhouses and fitness centers and business centers. You know, they love the outdoor spaces. And I think that the trends and the things that make us successful are, you know, we're listening to our renter. We're not taking our own personal opinions about what we think we should be building in our next communities. We're listening to the renters and that's, that's how we're moving forward. I think the other thing that we've learned is and that it's not about being the fastest to build these boxes or the biggest. It is about being the best. We're really focused on our brand and the branded experience. As we build these communities across the country, we're currently now in four major markets, Arizona, Colorado, Florida, and Texas. We've completed 7,000 plus homes to date, making up about 42 communities across those markets. And we, we see no end in sight. And if we can stay focused on our mission and remain very disciplined, I think that Next Metro will continue to be a front runner in this really exciting space. It sounds like Next Metro really focuses on quality, delivering a quality product versus just quantity. And I think that's important. You distinguish yourself when you make sure what you're giving the consumer is something special. It's great for your brand. And I'm glad that you guys are doing that. And so, Guillermo, let's go back to Cox for a second. What is Cox seeing in their footprint? You know, in, in our footprint, what we're seeing from a, is that value is very important to consumers. And one of the things that we're working on, in fact, we just launched 
this week it was announced that we're taking our standard internet product from 150 megabits to uh, 250. So, and that's at no additional charge, no additional cost to any of our customers. That's just gonna be automatically done. Customers have to take no action. And from a pricing standpoint, we're well aware of the digital divide and we're doing many things to help with it. Everything from, I'm very engaged right now in a program where we are extending our Cox footprint to communities that are underdeveloped, where there is no broadband provider we're making sure. An example is in, in Arizona, south of Phoenix, north of Tucson, there is no fiber to the home developer at all. And we're looking at many of the communities, everything from Maricopa to Apache Junction, where we're gonna start building out our network there so that folks have connectivity to a fiber provider and can get our standard speeds of 250 or as is on our roadmap, you know, five and 10 gigs in the future. So um, right now we, we provide up to a gig service. We'll be providing two gigs next year and we'll be going to five and 10 gig as well. Love that Cox is doing that. But, you know, so many of us take our technology for granted because it's a given. We walk into the office or our home and it all works. But there are so many people in the world, but in our country who don't have access to these things. And the fact that Cox is willing to do that, to put it in places where people don't have it, is really a beautiful gift, I have to say. I love that they're doing that. Yeah, absolutely. And that actually fits into, right now, one of our visions uh, that the company has and one of our goals is we are on track to empower 34 million people to live a more prosperous life by 2034. So we have a 2034 plan, and it is to impact the lives of 34 million people. And that's what we're looking at is how do we better the lives of those individuals by 2034. So what's next? What do you guys think is next in Build to Rent? What do you see as the, what do you think? Is there anything new we should think about, Linda, that's coming that we don't know about? What's exciting and new that will be coming our way at some point? Uh, for next Metro, we are in the process of rolling out smart home technology to all of our communities. We've been watching this space for the last four or five years, and boy, has it evolved and changed. And there's players that are here one year and gone the next year as well. You know, companies are being bought out by other companies. There's a lot of movement. It's improving very quickly when I was looking at smart home technology five years ago and considering it for Next Metro, I never thought that we'd see some of the really cool technology that we're seeing today. The thermostats are better than ever and not just being able to digitally program your thermostat and your temperature and control it from anywhere. They're now really falling into the realm of asset protection by monitoring humidity levels in the home, being able to detect if there's, you know, a leak or potential mold forming in the home with, you know, the rising humidity levels. Also being able to keep track of the splits coming in and out of the air intake and the vents and being able to recognize if the system is not working optimally and then sending an alert to the maintenance team and the resident letting them know that, hey, they, 
air conditioning or the heating's not working properly, we're going to send maintenance to come and check it out. So just energy savings, asset protection, convenience, all with just one device. But now we see things like leak sensors. We can put leak sensors on the hot water heater and the HVAC condensation pan and underneath sinks and behind washers so that at the first detection of moisture, an alert is sent to the maintenance team and they're in there repairing it before it becomes a flood. You know, so we're able to really protect the asset, protect the renter's personal belongings and really kind of avoid, I think, major catastrophic damage and events in those homes. So we're really excited about that. And of course, locks were keyless. So that really helps from a operational efficiency perspective. You know, you don't have your maintenance teams running back and forth to the office, getting keys. Renters can allow guests, pet walkers, housekeepers in and out of their homes with the touch of a button by use of a temporary code. It's amazing how far that space has come. It's very exciting. And we're very excited to offer it to all of our renters across the country, being able to monitor off of your computer what the temperature is and the lights are on or off in vacant units is really going to help us control our electrical usage and our our spends as well. So a lot of good stuff happening in the space. We're not even talking about self-guided touring and where that's where that's been and where that's going. Oh, I'm sure Guillermo can speak to this. <laughs> you know, from a from a Cox side, I, I've been in technology now for over 25 years. And, and what's kept me in technology all this time is just how exciting and mind-blowing it can be. I mean, concerts right now, you know, on the Fortnite gaming platform, there's been everything from Billie Eilish, Ariana Grande, most recently, Fortnite raised $36 million on their platform for Ukraine aid. That is all delivered to the home through the broadband connectivity that's there. So for us at Cox, is how do we keep this mind-blowing stuff from blowing up the network and making sure that the connectivity is there? Because very soon, you know, the, 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 what we envision at Cox is very soon you're going to be sitting, and, and this is for those of us who are slightly older, like myself, I'm a little more understandable than, than a Billie Eilish concert on Fortnite. But imagine being able to watch the Super Bowl with 10 of your closest friends sitting at the stadium while sitting in your couch at home. What that experience is actually going to be. That is where virtual reality is going, let alone medical devices, let alone the fact that you'll probably do a body scan in your home and the doctor will immediately be able to tell you what that black dot means somewhere on your body and, and what is it that you can do and how quickly you'll have access to medicine, how quickly you'll have access to results of tests and everything that it's all going to be because of where we're headed with artificial intelligence, virtual reality. And for all of that, connectivity is the linchpin. So we take very serious about how we're going to empower the lives of 34 million by 2034. Wow, that is outstanding. I mean, the future is incredibly bright, you guys, with all the things that are going on. So, and you guys have provided us with so much information today. And I just want to say thank you so much.
Thanks so much to Guillermo and Linda for being with us today and telling us why build to rent homes are such an exciting opportunity for developers, owners, and residents alike. Thanks for listening. Be sure to leave a review wherever you're listening and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'm Bess Friedman, and this has been Open Door, brought to you by Cox Communities. Oh, 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 o